Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Sebastian and I absolutely love HelloFresh. Our favorite meal so far has been the hoisin glazed meatballs with jasmine rice and green beans. You guys, we've gotten this so many times in our meal kit. It literally only takes 35 minutes to make and it's so easy, even Sebastian can do it. In fact, I'm going to go add it to my next order right now. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Wait, who's going first, second, or third? Who's going first, second, or third? Who's yeah. going first, second, or third? That's not making any sense. I'll go first. Okay. Hold on. I need to open this before we start. So that means Tosh is the loser because she was the middle last time. Okay. I'm the loser. Okay. Wait. Oh, I get it. You're going first. Welcome back to, to the, the Dead, Dead to the, the World, World podcast. podcast. I'm Dawn. I'm Tasha. And I'm Lexi. And that's the first time we've ever done that in chronological order. Woohoo! Well, look at us go. You know, it's only episode, what is this one, 16 or something? No, we're like 18. Plus our deciphering dreams, plus our nap time stories. Mm -hmm. And we're finally catching on to how to do this podcasting thing. Wow. Finally. It's so sweet. And I think Lexi has an idea for a new intro this week. Yes. So that we're not always doing our same old, same old, how are you? What are you doing this week? I decided... That we're going to share a fun fact, but about each other. Ooh. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. To help the dream team get to know us a little better. I like that. That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Okay. Uh, oh, you can go first. Well, I think you should start us off. Since okay. It was your idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> since it was Make the, me blush. You had this marvelous idea. It was an epiphany. A marvelous, thank you for that marvelous introduction. introduction. That's what you can say after this. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm going to share a fun fact about Tasha. My fun fact about Tasha is that when she was young, oh dear, she was very much a tomboy type. Oh my. Only hung out with boys, played all the sports with all the boys, mm -hmm. dressed like a boy, <laughs> just a little. But then when she got older, she went to cosmetology school and now she really likes makeup. Yeah. And, like, st the complete opposite. Yeah, it was kind of funny when she got to be, I want to say, like, 12 or 13, maybe 14. She went on a trip with another soccer family. She had oh, an yeah. out-of-town out soccer game, and we couldn't go for some reason, so she went with this other family. And when they came back, they're just like, oh, my gosh, we didn't realize that Tasha was such a Disney princess. And she likes hair, and she loves Ariel, and... And I was like, oh, I didn't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know either? Well, I mean, I knew you liked The Little Mermaid. Yeah. But I just didn't realize how into that stuff you were getting to be. And then, yeah. So then by the time you decided to go to cosmetology school, it wasn't quite as much of a shock. But yeah, it was, you just flipped like a 180 from when you were a kid and all the tomboy stuff to being yeah. a girly girl. That is true. But well, I think on that soccer trip, I took like, my drawings and that's why they're all like what because i was drawing like 
Disney the princesses. Disney princesses. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that you had. I think you had even taken a few movies to watch, or when they were asking you what movies you wanted to watch, you picked a couple of like Disney princess movies, <laughs> and they were just surprised. <laughs> they were like, "That's huh? funny." <laughs> All right. Well, now, yes, mom, was a good one. you can share a fun fact about me. Yeah. So I had a couple of things to choose from, but I think I'm going to go with Lexi. When she was little, we had moved into this house that was on a semi-busy street and her, Tasha, and like some of the neighbor kids were out running around and they were like hiding from cars as they came past. They'd like run behind the truck in the driveway and then they'd come out and play and then they'd hide next time another car came by. Well, at one point there was some ice in the driveway because it was winter and she slipped on the ice and skidded all the way down the driveway on her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I remember do remember this. that. <laughs> she had like major road rash on her face. And thank goodness something told me to send her to school with cortisone and make her put cortisone on her face all day long. Yep, I and was the weird kid that left class to put cortisone on my face. <laughs> you hey. come back into class, you're like, I'm shiny. <laughs> but guess what? You don't have scars on your face. True. <laughs> but anyway, but the... That happened, and so then we started calling her Skid because she, like, skidded across the driveway. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. So we – well, and she was accident-prone. I may have mentioned that before. You know, she'd be sitting on her bar stool in the kitchen at the counter, and then she'd just, bam, just fall <laughs> She's off. She's on the floor. No reason. <laughs> I was always afraid she was – we had, like, pointy handles on the front of the cupboards, and I was always afraid she was going to, like, catch her nose on the pointy handle. Ooh. So I kept moving her bar stool, like, further and further away from the cabinet. <laughs> but – yeah, about a year or two later, though, she came home. This I'm saying this just probably like six or seven at this point. And she's like, can you guys stop calling me Skid? You're giving me a complex. And I was like, holy crap. How did you even know what that was? <laughs> and yes, of course, we'll stop calling you Skid. So I, we stopped immediately. I don't and even know if I still know what that means. It's just, she was just, it was making her feel bad. So, Tasha, you have one about me, I guess? Yes. So... For those who don't know, Mama Dawn, well, two things. One, which I think we mentioned this in one of our stories, but you were the Miss Mount Pleasant. Oh, yeah. I was an attendant to Miss Mount Pleasant. Attendant to Miss Mount Pleasant. So basically, you're a beauty queen. Yeah. You're beautiful. A little bit. I always thought that you were Miss Mount Pleasant. No. I'm pretty sure I've told people that. So Basically, she was Miss Mount Pleasant. I was lied. an attendant. <laughs> and if I tell you the whole story, it, it doesn't. it's not as cool as it sounds. So I'll just let you guys think it's cool for a while. Yeah, we'll and just, then later we can tell okay, the Okay, we'll story. just think it's cool. But anyway, she had like the pretty dress and a little sash, right? Yeah, I got to be in all the parades for yeah, the summer after I graduated. And yeah. Oh, and all the little girls were like, oh, I want to be like that someday. Yeah, you got, I got the whole elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist, wrist down. You know, the princess wave. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then another thing was that you used to do horseshoe competitions or competitive horseshoe tournaments. I come from a family of 10 with only one brother. So the sport my dad was into was horseshoes. So guess who played horseshoes? You did. All of us girls. That's funny. (laughs) But you were good at it. Yeah, I was pretty good. You got trophies. Yeah, Yeah, I have trophies. I've seen them. I have a big one. I got second place in the world's horseshoe tournament when I was 12. Did you really? Yes. What the crap? See, she's like (laughs) hidden talents. Yeah. So invite me to your family reunion. I'll kick your grandpa's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) That's That's funny. funny. All right. See, that was fun. (laughs) That is good. Good idea, Lexi. Good idea, Lexi. We like that. And if this is for some reason the first episode you randomly clicked on to listen to, 
We normally don't swear. Go somewhere else. I was going to say we normally don't talk this much. (laughs) True. We're normally into our stories by now. And I don't mean go somewhere else, like go away. I meant like go to to an older episode. (laughs) Right. Just start back a little bit. Maybe not quite the beginning. It's a little rough over there. (laughs) Somewhere in the middle. (laughs) Hey, but at least they're not bad enough that we have to like completely delete them. True. We don't have to redo them. I think they're pretty okay quality. Yeah. I hear some podcasts who do that. They just delete Delete the first few because they're just like, oh, the quality was so poor. And you know what? I'm proud of where we came from. Yeah. Me too. I am too. I can't believe it's only been like, what, four months or something? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Four months. We're killing it. I think... I recall some corrections needed to be made. Oh, yes. I wanted to apologize. In my uh, story that I had last week or my dream interpretation, I pronounced the name as Cameron Martin, and it's really Karen Martin. It was just C-A-R-Y-N, and for some reason, I said Cameron, which doesn't make sense, but yes. We're sorry, Karen. Karen. My name's Karen. Karen, we're sorry. Or, well, I'm not because it wasn't me, but mom, sorry. (laughs) Did you guys have any other corrections? I I feel like there's one that I like I do, but I don't. I'm wondering if I just had a dream about one or you mentioned to me that you had one. And so now I'm thinking I did, but I don't think I did. I did, however, want to share since there's no other corrections that I had both a dead to the world deja vu event and a wink from heaven this week really also can i just say it makes me like laugh a little that you call it a deja vu event like just event i picture like a big like (laughs) a big crowd in a stadium like at an (sighs) event just for your one little deja vu and i can't stop saying it they've mentioned this to me multiple times off yeah i'm like why do you keep calling it an event okay (laughs) it's like a one man band thing (laughs) i had dead to the world deja vu there you go and a wink from heaven okay what are they what are they daddy del and i well it's the same thing but it qualified as both oh so daddy del and i were in the kitchen i he was just watching me cook or something we were just chatting around (laughs) per usual man watching a woman cook (laughs) which is odd at our house because i really don't cook very often so It was a mon- monumentous event that he had to watch, I guess. It was another event. It was. <laughs> I like events, okay? So, but he, we were just talking and all of a sudden, Daddy Dell said, uh, like, stop doing that turkey lurkey or you're being silly turkey lurkey. And I just looked at him and I'm like, that is something my dad used to say all the time to us, would call us turkey lurkey. I have been with dad for 30 years not one time in 30 years has he ever said the phrase turkey lurkey weird and he admitted he's like i don't even know why i said that i don't even know where that came from and i actually started to kind of tear up a little bit and i'm like it was a wink from heaven it was my dad calling me turkey lurkey through you yeah so anyway i believe it and you know like Teresa says even though it might not have felt like a big like whoa Event. You know, event <laughs> <laughs> that anything unusual from your day to day or like that's really unusual for dad to say or something that doesn't normally happen that's a like a sign and not to just ignore them and you know what was funny is we at the point we commented and I you know we figured it out right at that moment but then a few days later I was like oh I should talk about that on the podcast it took us a full 24 hours to remember even what the term was he called me. Turkey lurkey. Because it was something that he just never says. That is mm. crazy. I love it. Yep. So, all right. So, we I guess love we should get... love a fat turkey lurkey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not November yet, but we will eat some turkey lurkey when it comes. Will we, though? 
Yes. I don't know. We're I don't not really like eat, turkey. We're not, I mean, I don't really want it, but like it feels wrong not to. <laughs> you haven't noticed that I've only to... been getting ham for the first couple, last few years? I had no idea. So I guess I don't care about the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are going to be doing premonition. Premonition. Premonition dreams. No, do you have the definition of premonition? No. A premonition oh, definition. I'm sure I can find it real quick just in case. I was just thinking like, hmm, what's a premonition? Well, here, you look up the real definition. I got it. To me, a premonition is just a dream or a feeling that something is going to be happening and then it happens. Well, I just had already looked it up in my research. Okay, go ahead. The actual definition is a strong feeling that something is about to happen, especially something unpleasant. Oh. Mm. That's the technical definition. Okay. Well, none of mine are unpleasant. But that's okay. You can have premonitions of good things. All of my stories were something unpleasant. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I guess one of mine was kind of unpleasant. Well, maybe a premonition is more of something Maybe unpleasant, and maybe your positive ones are more just like a a happy a, premonition. I don't know, like not necessarily a premonition. We're not sure maybe, what it is, but it's. Is. <laughs> I just mean it's like a, it's just like I don't know. It's still a premonition. Okay, every if I ever have a dream of something good and then it happens, I'm just gonna be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it will be like a premonition. No, because she's saying a premonition. A, oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, well my stories today because I've alluded to this previously in some of our episodes that I come from a long line of dreamers and <laughs> you've passed it on. Yeah. So there's quite a few, I have quite a few like personal stories that are premonitions. I wouldn't call myself psychic by any means because I and my family members who have had dreams, we can't tell the difference <laughs> between a dream that's going to come true and a dream that's not going to come true. Mm. But it's amazing how many times we have dreams and then, and then they, they do come, come true. true. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they're enough of a dream that we talk about it. That's how everybody knew that we weren't just making it up. <laughs> so the first one I'm going to share with you is from my mom. Grandma. Grandma. So grandma in heaven. Here's a story about you. So my mom had a dream uh, that she was packing up their house and moving back to their hometown. And while she was packing, she was talking to her mom. I don't remember if in the dream, if my grandma was on the phone or actually in the room with her while she was packing, but as they were saying goodbye, my grandma told my mom that she would see her on Memorial Day. Now, my mom woke up and she was like, huh, that was a weird dream about dreaming, moving back to my hometown because they hadn't thought about moving back there. They had just built a home. They were happy with, you know, where they lived at the time. And, but it wasn't unusual for them to go home for Memorial Day. So she was just like, oh, that was kind of weird. Didn't think any more of it. Well, a few months later, my grandma was diagnosed with leukemia. And it was a rare form of leukemia that took her quickly within about a month of being diagnosed. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I didn't mm -hmm. know it was that fast. Yeah. I didn't even know what happened. Yeah. So grandma, grandma's mom. Great she, grandma. Great grandma for you. Yes. Um, yeah, she got, she just wasn't feeling good, went to the doctor. They're just like, oh, I think you should go see an oncologist. So she came up. And that's never a good answer. To the city to go to an oncologist. And basically they just put her right in the hospital. And oh my. yeah, my mom had to be the one to like unplug her. <gasps> that was really hard. Oh. So, and it was, I think, you know, we talked about my brother-in-law, Lance. He actually, they had the same form of leukemia, oh, oddly enough. They're I didn't not know that related because since he was my brother-in-law, but. Yeah, so, but anyway, so she passed away quickly. Well, after the funeral, she was down at her mom's house helping her dad go through some things when she suddenly remembered the dream that she had had 
about her mom telling her that she would see her on Memorial Day because she had passed by Memorial Day Mm -hmm. that year. And, And my grandpa, my mom's dad, he was in the beginning stages of Parkinson's disease. And so he was experiencing some dementia already. So my mom and dad moved him first up in the city with us, and he absolutely hated it. So he had always lived in a small town, so living in the city was not for him. So my parents finally decided to sell their home and move into my grandparents' home in the small hometown where I grew up. So in the end, she did end up moving home. That's cool. Even though she hadn't been planning on it. I'm confused. Why do I keep saying Labor Day? Because we just had Labor Day. Memorial Day. Yes. She moved home on Memorial Day? No. No. So my grandma... So my grandma passed away before Memorial Day. I don't know exactly when my mom had the dream. Mm-hmm. But so after my grandma had passed away and they'd gone to the funeral and she was going through stuff at their house, that's when she remembered the dream mm-hmm. where her mom had told her that she would see her on Memorial Day. So basically she feels like her mom was telling her at that time or she was having a premonition that her grandma or that her mom was going to pass away and she was going to be moving to her hometown to take care of her grandpa. And that's what happened. I just don't get what it has to do with Memorial Day. Okay. Because <laughs> Memorial Day is a celebration about death. Like it's when you celebrate oh, your family. I didn't know <laughs> that. Yeah. So Memorial Day, I mean, I know that it's a lot about it's celebrating like veterans. like veterans and stuff, but it's also just anybody in your family that's passed away. You go put flowers on their grave and you okay. remember them. That makes all of this. I'm like waiting for you to no, be like, and she moved back on Memorial Day and no, stuff. And I'm just like, what? This is, Google says Memorial Day is a federal holiday of the United States to honor and mourn U.S. military personnel. I think that's how it started, but it's become just a I guess holiday that's true. To, like people always go put flowers on graves. Oh, that's true. Any grave that's on Memorial true. Day. Yeah. So it was my, it's, so it was a premonition way of my mom being told that her mom was, was going to pass die. away. Oh, but it's Memorial not like she Day. knew that's that what it was. That makes way more sense. I just what, didn't know that. That's I wasn't okay. thinking of that. So I was just like waiting for the Memorial Day to tie back in and it never did. <laughs> no, that was the reason. So every she, time you like say something, I'm like, on Memorial Day. No, it was <laughs> on, on Memorial Day. On Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get your confusion. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. So it was just by Memorial Day. It was just a way of saying, hey, I'm going to pass away quickly. I think that this... Or really wasn't probably for my grandma, obviously, because she yeah. was still alive at the time. Mm-hmm. But I God, think this I episode should be like, Memorial Day, take a shot. Because <laughs> we've said it so many times. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Does that sound disrespectful, though? I mean, I'm sure the know. U.S. military people at some point or another took a shot to celebrate. Yeah. And Death? That's <laughs> no. Well, that's what they do at wakes. A lot of wakes. I mean, we don't drink, so we don't do that at our funerals. Or What the heck is a wake? A wake is like a party instead of a funeral. Like so a like rave? They, no, not that <laughs> oh, kind no. of party. Oh, okay. at, it's kind of like a remembrance type. So mm. instead of like being with the body at the funeral... You would be it's like, like a at a party. bar and a party and people would be talking With about their the deceased. On a Possibly. scale oh, okay. of one to ten, how much do me and Tosh not know about death? Or Memorial Day? Or wakes? Ten? Yeah. Great. <laughs> Glad we've established that. I wasn't sure if this was a trick question. No. <laughs> no okay. got the answer right. <laughs> Let's okay. move on to your next story. Yes. So the next one is... Before this... someone says Memorial Day again. Memorial Day. You just said Memorial I Day. Know, Memorial. I know. I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right. So the next one is a dream that my dad had. On oh. Memorial Day? No. Nothing to do with Shut Memorial up. Day. But also about to do with the hometown, though. Ooh. Ooh. 
So my dad moved back to his hometown. I think it was right after he graduated from college. And in our area, there is a turkey plant um, for Norbest, and he got a job there. Well, <laughs> Wait, well, I'm Norbest. sorry, for what? Norbest is a brand of turkeys. How like would we Norbest know that? Turkeys? Everybody knows that if you've ever bought a turkey for Thanksgiving, okay? You have Butterball well, we and obviously have Norbest. Have not, we don't care for the turkey as we've established. Yeah, no turkeys that are things. Save the, hashtag save the turkeys. Hashtag yes. save the turkeys. <laughs> All right. Well, the night before he started the job, he had a dream. And in the dream, he was going to work at the turkey plant, and he had noticed that the uh, building ran lengthwise north to south. And during his dream, he started working a job, and the job that they had him doing was running a machine that defeathered the turkeys. And he had a broom. <laughs> like this. A broom to sweep up the feathers? Yes. Oh, wow. I to was sweep, right. Yeah. To <laughs> I was up. totally joking and I was well, right. Well, if you think of the plant, you know, they have machinery to do most of the work. So he True. was just making sure the machine was running and then sweeping up the feathers that came onto the floor. Sad. Kind of so, gruesome. You know, so kind of in his head, he thought that might be what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But then he got there the next day. And I think this is kind of weird because, you know, maybe usually you go interview at a place, but I don't know whether he had actually been inside the building because mm. he said when he got there, the building didn't run that direction. It didn't look anything like the building in his dream and he wasn't doing that job. So he's like, what the heck? Yeah. So he just thought, oh, well, maybe I was just really nervous. And then so I just kind of made up the scenario. Mm-hmm. What job was he actually doing? I don't remember. Sorry. Oh, that's I okay. can't fill you in on that one. So, you can ask him tonight when you go to bed. When I pray. Say, hey, dad, can no. you please tell me? I'm I talking Lex. about my dad. I know, but I was telling oh. Lex that he, she could ask him oh. when she goes to bed tonight. Like, maybe he'll come to her in a dream and tell I her. I don't want to have dreams go. of a turkey's feathers being ripped out. <laughs> you were asking what job he was doing before, but it may not have been any better. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, it might I don't have been know worse. Okay, continue. Yeah. So anyway, so he goes to work. He does his job. Wasn't anything to say. Doesn't think anything more about it. Well... About 20 years later, when my family ended up moving to the hometown after my grandma passed away, he ends up working again for a little while during the busy season at the turkey plant. And he goes to the turkey plant for his job. And guess what? In the 20 years they've been gone, they rebuilt the turkey plant. It was a new building. And the building ran north to south. And guess what? He goes in and what job do they give him? Running the defeathering machine. Sweeping. Oh, yeah. And sweeping sweeping up the feathers. (gasps) So it would like happen, but it was like 20 years later. Yeah. So he had a total deja vu moment as he realized that he got there and was doing the dream he dreamed about or doing the job he dreamt about 20 years ago. Weird. In the building he dreamt about 20 years ago before it was even built. Built. Wow. So tell me, Mm -hmm. is a busy season like just Thanksgiving? Well, it'd be before Thanksgiving. (laughs) You, you have to, get to all kill the turkeys. Well, I know, turkeys. Well, that's what I mean, okay, like the season. Yes. So probably I would say like in the fall, like August, September, October. So they probably hire like seasonal workers they at do. the turkey plant. Mm-hmm. That's why he yeah. went back for just the busy season. Yeah, the turkeys are like, hmm, there's a suspicious amount of workers. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. like, hmm, what's coming? Yeah, and if you've ever lived around turkeys, oh, turkey farms, they stink. They do so stink. Bad. I remember going to one. Why did yeah. you go to a turkey Oof, farm? Because It was she the went, one that grandpa worked at. Well, oh no, maybe it was with Wyatt and it, it was them. So some family, other yeah. members of our family. So people we know do raise turkeys for the turkey plant in that area, and so Tosh, I took Tasha. You went too. You probably just don't remember it. I probably blocked it out. You probably, it's probably did. so stinky. It seems very disturbing really to me. 
Yeah. No and offense. <laughs> the area that I grew up is well known for turkey farmers. And so I remember when I went to college in another city, they were just like, oh, were you a turkey farmer? It's like, no, we didn't raise turkeys. But my dad just swept their feathers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring that up. But, but it's yes, funny. It, it's true. All right. And then last but not least, myself. Oh. So once when I was in high school, I had a dream that this guy friend of mine was going to call and ask me out on a date. And this guy lived in a different county, was somebody that I didn't see very often. I hadn't talked to him for months. And within an hour of waking up on that Saturday morning, he called and asked me out on a date. Oh, my gosh. So that was my first, like, real premonition dream. Um, But I have had many others since. But the one that I wanted to share with you that probably impacted my life the most uh, was one that happened a little, see, it's probably been about seven years ago now. Um, I worked for a company, and I dreamed that one night that the company was moving from Utah to North Carolina to Charlotte. And in the dream, they were inviting, like, production workers to move with the business to the new location. And in my dream, I realized I was dreaming, so I manipulated the dream to where it was just (gasps) only production people. So I did a little lucid dreaming. You did lucid dreaming. I did. I did a little lucid dreaming. And I changed the dream to where only the production part of the company was moving to Charlotte, North mm-hmm. Carolina. And the customer service, which I worked in, was staying in Utah so that I could keep my job here. And it was just really weird. So I go to work. I tell all my coworkers about it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I had the weirdest dream last night that the company was moving to Charlotte, North Carolina, but we got to keep our jobs. And probably about a week after the dream... I was uh, working with the sales manager, and I, for some reason, just told him about the dream, and the look on his face was a look that I had seen before when something else was going on in the business that I knew about that he couldn't talk about. Mm. And so after he walked out, I was just like, like, oh, son of a gun, like, is there really something to my dream? So it probably wasn't even two days later. It was around Halloween time. Well, he's probably like, shoot. Yeah. Dawn knows, so now I got to announce it before she goes about telling everybody this dream, which <laughs> you already late. done. I had already done, correct. So about two days later, they call us into this meeting, this impromptu meeting. And when we get in there, it was like the owner of our company from, they didn't live in our area. And they were there to talk about, quote unquote, our growth. Like, how oh, are we going to grow the growth. business? Were we going to stay in this location or were we possibly going to move to a new location? And when would this take place? And just all this information. And I was just like, crap. So you're like, like I bet I can tell you where. <laughs> you're like, ooh, ooh, pick on me. I'll tell yeah. you. Well, the crazy thing was, too, is they said, okay, we're going to send some people out from some of our other locations. And they're going to evaluate the business and report back to us on what they think is going to be the best thing to do. Well, so a week or so goes by. And guess who shows up? A ton of employees from their plant in Charlotte, North Carolina. Up until that moment, I didn't even know they had a plant in Charlotte, North Carolina. Weird. That is so weird. So, you know, and of course, Daddy Dell all this time knew about everything that was going on. And he had said right up front, because I'm just like, well, what if we really do move? You know, the company moves and they invite us to go. And he's like, no, there's no way. All of our family's here. We're set up here. Like, we are not moving to North Carolina. Plot twist. (laughs) Well, like I mentioned, that was around Halloween. So... It was probably about mid-December. We really hadn't heard anything about what they were planning to do yet. Um, But I had asked right in the beginning, like, when, 
how quickly they thought the change, like once they decided what to do, when would it happen? And Mm -hmm. they said, well, by the end of first quarter, they would want it to be completed. Mm -hmm. So I knew by around Christmas time, they were going to have to be telling us what was going to happen. And we were just out Christmas shopping and we get home and daddy's like, daddy Dale, he's like, um, you know, I've been thinking about it. And he's like, I don't think that we should just automatically say no. We should probably, you know, see what the offer is and see what we think about it at that time. And then make a decision. Like get your, all your options on the table. Yeah. And literally at that point though, I'm like, oh, we are definitely moving. So it was like the first day back after Christmas, they announced that they were moving the business to Charlotte, North Carolina. And so by the end of January, I had my job offer. And by the 16th of February, I was working in Charlotte, North Carolina. I remember because dad, daddy Dale and I, Tasha's birthday are on the same day, Mm -hmm. February 15th. We've all mentioned this, I think on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. And I remember me and dad and Lexi on my birthday were packing boxes in the house and you were out in Charlotte doing whatever you were doing out there with work. And I was like, this is weird. I know. I feel bad. I had to leave on your birthday. I remember me and Katie went to the grocery store to buy them carrot cake because I felt bad. So I was like, I got to do something. But I was like young and had no money or anything. (laughs) Yeah. And P.S. Daddy Dell's favorite cake is carrot cake. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So that was, uh, yeah. So And things, oddly enough, like ran so smooth. Well, besides you guys having to do so much of the work without me, but we put the house up for sale. It sold in less than 24 hours. The first, no, it was the second house we looked at when we were in Charlotte is the one we ended up buying. And it just, it all moved smoothly. I mean, it wasn't easy by any means. Right. But But we always say that like when something like that runs smooth and just hit by hit by hit is like meant to be, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, God's telling us something. So yeah, that's so weird though to think you had that dream and then boom. Yeah. I feel like that's the only reason you guys agreed to it. It's like almost Possibly. like something was telling you before so that you'd be ready, ready to say yes. True. I agree with that because, I mean, we really were settled, all of our family and everybody here in Utah. There was really no reason to Honestly, move everything was pushing us out, though. It was. There was oh, yeah. a lot the of The universe was like, get out of here. And I was like, yes, sir. And for those <laughs> who don't know, the house we lived in before was we moved was haunted. It yeah. was. Did we mention that before? No. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, there were a few experiences. Maybe we'll talk about them on a... Ooh, on Halloween episode. Okay, we can our talk Halloween about episode. Halloween. We'll talk about our the sh- the house before Char- moved to Charlotte. Yeah, North yeah. Carolina. And um, but I did just want to say, you know, I am so excited to be back in Utah now with family. It, you know, we were out there for almost five years, but I and I still don't really know what we needed to be out there for. But right? I wouldn't trade it because I felt like, you know, I finished my master's degree, which I probably wouldn't have done if we weren't out there. The company was paying for it. So it was like, well, I might as well do it if somebody else was paying for it. <laughs> and Lexi, you went to Thailand to teach mm-hmm. little kids English. And you both did college. Like there was just a lot of things that may not have happened the way they did. Nicholas and Dominic. You did. I nannied a few boys out there. They're like amazing. Your friends. I miss them. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, it was a good experience. But The day I moved back to Utah, I met my husband. That is oh, true. Oh my goodness, that's true. Literally the day. And then like <laughs> we moved, I moved back like a year after you mm-hmm. and Kyle, my husband, is the first date I went on when I was back in Utah. And that would have been, a, that would have been right after you moved, except for you got sick. So you had to put it off for like a week or something. Right? Yeah. I, I think it was like, we talked for like a week and a little bit on our phones because I got sick. And then when I was better, we actually met and went on a date. Yeah. So, I mean. 
It's all meant to be. Everything is <laughs> meant to be. And we love these premonitions. So there, now you know a lot. So when I say trust me, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Literally trust her. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. All right. Since uh, Tasha's the loser today, what you got <laughs> for us, Lex? I have. I don't have any personal stories. I guess I was not blessed with the premonition gene. I but. think she was blessed with the ghosts want to reach out and communicate with their gene. I think she might be right about that. More for that <laughs> later. Okay, so my first story is from Reddit. Ooh, who surprised? Anyone? Anyone? My So it is from Reddit user Techie Boss, I think is how you say it. So the first little snippet of this story is actually from a dream journal that this person keeps. So this is how they know, you know, it was an actual premonition and it wasn't just deja vu or something made up. Yes. So they said Sunday, the 11th of April, I woke up this morning abruptly after I had a dream that I was on a run to pick up several burlap sacks of coffee, coffee beans in South America. They said it was very hot. And for some reason, this is where I thought I was. I was in a very old steel steel Ford truck with a bald African-American man as my driver. I guess he and I were work friends. He suddenly begins to accelerate down a hill where there is a brick wall. And at the end, a sharp left turn. I can't speak right now. Sharp a left. sharp left turn. <laughs> a turn that should be taken very slowly. Instead, as I previously stated, he accelerated to a very high speed and there was and was showing no signs of slowing. So I braced for impact. Slowing? Yeah, what did I say? It sounded like sewing to me. It oh. was slowing. Slowing. I braced for impact. He began to turn, but we were going too fast and collided with the wall, and then I woke up. So that was their dream Ooh. journal. And they said, fast forward into May. So that was in April. This is now a month later in May. I told my friend about this dream while he was in town from Missouri one night after he was explaining the landscape of the city roads near where he lives. He described the landscape just as it was in my dream. Then I told him that we had died in a car crash in an old truck. I own an older Ford truck and my friend is actually Jamaican. So it was an odd coincidence, perhaps a premonition. We decided that I should wait to visit him in Missouri until he moved out of the city he was in. Fast forward a few months later, I get bored and decide to take a trip down to see him on a whim, even though his move wasn't finalized yet. I was going to be staying in the city he was moving to anyway, so I figured it would be fine. As soon as I hit the road, I crashed into a car's rear end because my hat... Huh? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. As soon as I hit the road, I crashed into a car's rear end because my hat flew off my head and almost went out the window. <laughs> what? <laughs> it just taught me that that's what it was that you couldn't like get out. Well, I thought that they they're saying they crashed because their hat flew off their head oh. and like distracted them. I thought they were saying I crashed because then my hat flew out the window. Like I just didn't comprehend <laughs> oh, it. Oh, it for was a like a, okay, gotcha. So they crashed because the hat. Yes, was her hat or him? I don't know. I think it's a him. I think it's a him, too. I always think that they're girls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Once again, they. as soon as I hit the road, I crashed into a car's rear end because my hat flew off my head and almost went out the window going 25 miles per hour. On top of that, when I actually saw the city he lived in, I saw where we had died in the dream. I saw the hill and the wall at the end that only went left. It was just down the street from his apartment. My heart skipped a beat, to say the least, but I survived nonetheless. How did I change my fate? It was one of the weirder premonition dreams. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. Oof. 
So interesting because it's like kind of a premonition. They still got in a crash, but maybe not going the months before prevented it from them actually dying. True, but it was the new place he was going to that actually had the wall and not the old place. That's true. Um, scratch everything I just said. <laughs> but no, but at least that name. <laughs> Whoa. Are you okay? <coughs> Sorry, that was like one of the ones where you just you can't stop it. So, but it might have just been because they talked about it. That's all it needed to be to prevent it. That's true. You never know. I thought it was very interesting. I agree. I concur. Concur. My next story is from Taste Like Ink on Reddit. <laughs> Whoa. Is it an octopus? Oiktopus? An oiktopus? That's an inside joke That's that we don't need story. to explain. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So they said, this is my first time posting on here and in regards to a dream I had, but I need to tell this story first. And also, I'm medicated to sleep. I usually don't have dreams. When I do, they're weird. I've been to mediums before. My mother was an empath. I'm an empath. And my daughter is an empath. I've been told that I'm a beacon of light, so to say, for spirits. So there's, there's what? What's an empath? An empath. Like empath. you feel other, other people's feelings. Oh, okay. Cool. So that they were just giving a little introduction as to why they think that this meant something. Yeah. yeah. So like if you walked into a place and you feel sudden dread, you might be feeling spirits, mm-hmm. like their mm-hmm. emotions. So they said, I live in a small town. About a year and a half ago, a young man was murdered by his girlfriend. Ooh. She ran him over in her car, split his skull, brain swelled, and they pulled the plug on him a few days after. Ooh. This girl called 911 and said he had fallen off the garage roof and landed on his head. That's all anyone knew at the time. There was no witnesses but her. The night of the day he was hit and he laid in the hospital with no brain activity, I had a crazy lucid dream that rocked me out of sleep and straight up in bed. So this is the dream. I'm full of suspense. I was riding in a car, I think, and then I was outside of the car dying. It felt so incredibly real. I thought that I was dying and my last thought was of my kids. When everything went red and then black in the dream, I woke up. All I could remember was dying and the color of the car was white. I found out the next day what happened, that he was in the hospital and he wasn't going to make it. I knew nothing about this situation the night I had the dream. Didn't know what happened, didn't know he was in the hospital, didn't know that her car was white. The police arrested her around four months ago on charges that she ran him over after finding hair and his DNA on the bumper and undercarriage of the car. (gasps) I wanted to say that he saw me and wanted me to tell his kids that they were the last thing he thought of. You can look up the case if you'd like. It's Jared Cook and Nikki Lacey from Antwerp, New York. I wasn't really friends with Jared, but we knew each other. Small town life. And then she said, again, I never dream, and that seemed so real it scared me for weeks. And now knowing what happened to him, I feel like I have a message I need to tell his children. Oh, that's so great. So it's like, you know, I think that happens too a lot where, you know, it's not the person that they communicate with that you think that they would communicate with because mm-hmm. it just happens to be somebody who's actually open to receiving like someone the who will understand the message. I've mm-hmm. heard that before. I was also just going to say too, that like, what's, what was I going to say? I was going to say that. Tasha's yes. having a bit of a headache right now. So she's My head like, hurts so bad. I can't even think. Never mind. I, I don't know. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, those are my two stories. So now we can pass it right on over to Tasha the Sasquatch. Loser. Up to today's episode. Bigfoot. By the way, I you guys did see the shirt I want you to get me for Christmas, right? Yes. yes. 
Just saying. They have that big, big foot. Like, Bigfoot big t-shirt where he's like the hide and seek champion. Oh, yeah. I love it. So cute. So cute. Okay. So I have two Reddit stories. No, they're not even Reddit. I Yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Did we trick you guys? Did I trick you? <laughs> Anyways, and then I have one personal story, but I'll keep that for the end. So my first Reddit story is from Make Milk. Make yeah. underscore milk. Make almond milk from juice. your non-almond almond titties. <laughs> it's almond juice, remember? Mm-hmm. Anyways, so this says, I have had a reoccurring dream since I was about eight years old that I would be shot and killed in a mall when I'm 37 years old. Wow, specific. Very. And it even says next right here, it is very specific. You beat me to it. But the mall looks completely unfamiliar to any mall in my city where I live or any city I've lived in my entire life. Now I'm 32 years old with a two and a half year old daughter and I have the same dream, sometimes only maybe once a year, sometimes multiple times a month. I never go to the mall. I don't trust the age thing and I certainly will not visit a single mall when I'm 37 years age. It scares the crap out of me. I will report back in five years if I'm not dead. Oh, my oh. goodness. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see in five years. Scary. Scary. Yeah. I mean, let's say, you know, does it count as a premonition? Not yet. Not well, yet, but hopefully not because that would be terrible. But it is a premonition type dream. We just don't know what the outcome is. To, yeah, what the outcome yeah. will be. So, I just was like, Very Whoa. spooky. Yes. That's almost like that McKay will be born on Tuesday, January 6th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, exactly. I had a dream years and years ago. It was so specific about a baby named McKay, a boy, was going to be born on Tuesday, January 6th. It was so clear. I woke up, and this is back in Palm Pilot days. I literally marked what year was going to be a Tuesday. January 6th was on a Tuesday. What year? Well, that year's passed, and oh. many more years have passed. And still, I know of no McKay born on Tuesday, January 6th. So it's yet to happen. Um, if you're a listener and your name's McKay and you're born on Tuesday, January 6th at some point, that would be insane. Please let us know. Please uh, let me know. Maybe you're the answer to my dream. I'm looking at a calendar just to see if the, what is like this what year? year. Well, this year's Tuesday is the 4th in January. So that means what? Only two more years away. So yeah, I think two years away because I think leap year was behind us. So. Okay. My, right. my next dream. Oh, wait, wait, and then we need to mark on the calendar like five years from now to see if that Reddit user is still alive. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Hopefully. I hope he is. I hope he is. <laughs> I hope he is. Okay, so my next one is from Reddit user World. No, let me start over. Word. Word Blender. Word Blender. Mm-hmm. Is that like a different way to say a rapper? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so this one says, when my daughter was 16... She had a recurring nightmare about a man doing horrible things to children. She never has seen the man before, but could describe him perfectly. Long, stringy hair, slender, in his late 30s or early 40s, dirty and unkept. One day, she was with me when I went to pick up my son from his friend's house. As my son climbed into the car, a man walked out of his house a few doors down. My daughter had a complete meltdown, screaming and crying that this was the man from her dreams. Oh my gosh. I got a quick look at the man before she completely panicked, locking the car doors and crying for me to leave, just leave. When we got home, I talked to both children. Neither of them had seen the man before. 
I spoke to my son's friend's parents. They did not know the man either, but mentioned that he moved in a few months prior and that they rarely see him outside. A few days after, a huge story broke loose about a child sex offender, and yep, it involved the same man. His name was Harry Robbs. This happened in Clovis, C-L-O-V-I-S, Clovis, Mm -hmm. New Mexico in 2003. Fortunately, none of my children were involved. We did not know any of the victims, and I feel so bad for them, and I'm glad that Robbs and other adults get caught. Oh, my gosh. Well, and I know she's saying her kids were involved, but that does make me scared that, like, maybe she was. Her daughter was involved, which is why she would dream that. She might just be an empath or not an empath or psychic in some way. That's true. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying saying. I would be scared. Like, if it was my daughter, I'd be like, no, like, really, did something happen? You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, maybe she's so young she thinks it was a dream or something. I don't know. Let's not think about that. That's too dark. It's sad. Yeah, it is sad. But yeah, so those are my two Reddit ones. Well, and how traumatizing for her daughter. Did it say how old her daughter was? Um, it, hold on, it did. Let me go back to it real quick. It says that when my daughter was 16. Oh, so oh. she was old enough to know. Okay, never mind. When, but, what well, that we, makes it a little different. Well, how are we always mixing up these ages? I don't know. I was picturing like a little, little, little girl. girl. Yeah. So Dang, last that's time. that's scary. Sorry. <laughs> we were giving adult uh, dream interpretations for a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Now we're adult. giving, treating a 16-year-old like a six-year-old. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. okay. So. Sorry. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so my next story is my personal story. Ooh. Buckle your seatbelts. I have a feeling I know what this is going to be because I remember it. Oh, do you? I think. Okay. So when I was about 22, I'm guessing. I don't really remember. That sounds right. I think I was about 22 years old. So I was living in North Carolina at the time, and I was sleeping over at one of my best friend's house. And her home was not very far from like a community park. And we'd gone to this park before a few times with her kids. Um, You know, there's a lot of room to run around. In the middle there of the park, there was like a big, large pond with like ducks and you could like get a canoe and go out and whatever oh, fun yeah go so i mean a fun whatever. little you know like recreational play fun filled area yeah so not long after visiting this park i had a strange dream about a young blonde boy uh I, basically his body I, I basically dreamed of his body being like in a swampy forest area okay so he was dead yeah Okay. And, and and his body was found not far away from this park. So in my dream, I'm just dreaming about a blonde boy. He's dead and kind of in a swampy area. Foresty is, I think, mm-hmm. how I described it. But, well, when I woke up from this dream, I just thought it was strange, but I didn't really think, like, way, way into it. And I grabbed my phone as usual, and I started scrolling through Facebook, you know, when you're kind of laying in bed, kind of getting used to your morning. I think it was a Saturday or something, so it wasn't like I had to get up and go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And... As I'm scrolling through Facebook, I come across a news article titled Gastonia County Authorities Searching for Missing Six-Year-Old. And they had a picture of a little boy. And I was like, oh, my gosh. My immediate thought was, that was the boy that I saw in my dream. And I remember Tosh forwarded me the news article on Facebook and said, I think that this boy is like dead in this forest. She's like, I literally had a dream last night that they found a little blonde boy, boy yeah. in this swampy area. I she told me about it. immediately like did the family chat on yeah. Facebook, mm-hmm. the messenger, and was like, um, yeah, I saw this news article today. And yeah, I had a dream that this boy's body was found. 
And hold on, let me pull up the screenshot real quick. And I think we should post these. Because okay. that would be interesting, I think. Proven my We're story. We're trying to prove that it wasn't after the fact. <laughs> so on September 23rd at 10.59 a.m., I messaged in my family group and said, um, I had a dream last night that they found this boy in a forest and I sent the news article. Mm. And then mom replied back and said, alive or dead? And I replied, dead. Mm-hmm. I thought you only sent that to me for some reason. No, it's in the, yeah. like a... I think I'm It's special. between you and I and dad. Yeah, oh, just okay. us four. Gotcha. And anyway, so that was on September 23rd. Well, on September 28th, so five days later, <laughs> she <laughs> just counted that on her hand. <laughs> I had to count on my fingers how many days apart that was. But anyways, I was scrolling through Facebook again, and you know, kind of at this point, I, I mean, I had the dream, but I didn't like, it wasn't like I was constantly thinking about it like day to day to day. So on September 28th at 9.56 p.m., I messaged again in our family group chat and basically said, hey, remember that boy I had a dream about? And then I sent two articles that I had stumbled across on Facebook again. And the first article reads, FBI, body of Maddox Rich found. And then the second article was police find body they believe to be the missing six-year-old boy. And then I want to just pull up real quick. I went and found the old like news article Mm -hmm. so I could read like exactly where they found him. So the article says that the death of a missing six-year-old boy with autism whose body was found in a North Carolina creek, Maddox, which is the child's name, uh, basically went missing on a walk with his father in a Gastonia park on September 22nd. His body was found five days later in a creek about a mile east of the Lane Park where he was last seen by his father. And then it basically just says that, you know, they're concluding that his cause of death was drowning and that his body was submerged in two to three feet of water in a thick underbrush area, which seemed or which had been searched numerous times. Wow. It's interesting. So, well, and just to make this clear for anybody who's like, oh, my gosh, you didn't go tell somebody. It's like you had never had a dream like that before. Yeah. This was like my first like, whoa. So there was no way for, you know, you. It's not like you're a psychic and you have stuff like this all the time. So you would like run to the police and be like, hey, I think I know where that kid is. Like, yeah, he's, you know, and I think they said he was only like, what did it say? Like a mile or two away from the park. Like it wasn't, he was, wasn't far from that park at all, which mm-hmm. is exactly the park I had the, the dream feeling. of, the feeling that he was, yeah. And then he was found in like some brush and some water and it was possible that he drowned. But I was just like, whoa, that was so weird. Have you had anything like that since? I don't think so. Not that I can recall. Yeah. That's that is crazy. so weird. And it's interesting because you're not connected to that person in no, any way. No, I have no idea who it is. Hmm. Just this little blonde boy, but I just remember the morning I woke up and saw that news article, it like hit me like a, like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's and scary. And Next scary. time it happens, yeah. you should give a tip. Yeah, yeah, to the police. If like I have something happen again, area. maybe I should present it to some authorities. Yes. But I had no idea. Yeah. You know? Also, that is really sad for that boy it and is. his family. Yeah, I think they basically say also in the in the report that what happened is he kind of ran ahead of his father. And his father kind of didn't catch, like, tried to get up, catch up with him. And then he just kind of disappeared. disappeared. And they think what happened is he got caught in the river or something. And oh. Oh, floated down away from yeah because the park had that pond in it and there was a river a little river connected to it 
and how the water got to the pond. Mm. And they think it carried him away from the park and then that they found sad. his body down there. That makes sense. That's so yeah, sad. I know. It is sad. But yeah. Well, if anybody who knows that boy is listening, we are sorry for your loss. Yes. It is just devastating. I can't imagine. Especially losing a little, like, kid. Mm-hmm. That's sad. But those are my stories. All right. Well, now you ended this I know, kind I of know. Funny. I know. I feel sad real note. sad. Kind of bummer. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Well. We <laughs> well. <laughs> trying to move Snooky on. S- oh. Actually, Snooky Smeekins. I was trying what? to say spooky season, but it wasn't coming out right. But before we actually move on, I did remember earlier in this episode, we mentioned like, oh, was there any corrections? And I was like, yeah. oh, no, I don't have any. I don't think. But I think I did. Anyways, I remembered. It wasn't really a correction. What it was is we did mention in our episode at one point, I don't even remember when, not too long ago, that Lexi and Sebastian have a way, oh, winks from heaven. Like how oh, they would, oh, how yeah. they would like give how we would communicate with each other and then i said i was going to talk to kyle about it and you were going to talk to daddy dale about it i'm glad you brought it up because i did talk to daddy oh well i didn't talk to kyle oh you didn't you brought it up when you didn't even do it well i meant to but he's been so busy with work and i see you in covid and it's just been crazy i haven't had a chance to like sit down and talk with him about it so you share yours now I'll share mine again next time. But that's what I remembered. I was like, oh, you remember we were going to bring something up again? You're right. So I spoke with Daddy Dell about it, and he calls me uh, Mein Schatzi, which in German is like sweetheart. So he he calls me that all the time. So he told me that that's what he would do. He'd just come whisper in my ear, Mein Schatzi. (laughs) That's funny. Or you would like hear on TV or something. Yeah, somewhere. Or like a song or like a radio and be like, what the? I'm not. uh, Yeah, if I heard somebody say Mein Schatzi, I would know for sure. Oh, just (laughs) like how dad said it, turkey lurkey. Yeah. But it just maybe someone else saying it that Ah. wouldn't normally say it. That's a good, yeah, maybe that would happen that way. And then I told him, so I have to explain this one or you'll think I'm weird. Well, I'm we weird. already think you're yeah, weird. I'm weird yeah. anyway. So in our, early in our marriage, one night we were just driving around. It was like our date night. We'd just gone to a movie and then we were looking for someplace to eat. And then we were just making up funny terms of endearment. So we were just looking at different businesses and would like make up some name about it. And we passed a restaurant. It was called Coachman's Pancake House. So I'm like, oh, Pancake House, like you're so sweet. Well, that one stuck that night. And so we constantly, like when we're being sweet to each other, it's like, oh, I love you, Pancake House. That makes so much more sense now. Because I'm like, why do you guys say that all the time? You wouldn't tell us why. I wouldn't tell you why. I remember I would ask, I'd be like, why do you call each other Pancake House? And you guys would be like, no reason. Like, I almost thought it was some weird dirty thing because you wouldn't tell us. (laughs) I didn't know I wasn't telling you. I'm sorry. Well, I think it's funny that like, oh, okay. Okay. That's where it comes from. Because I'm like, you guys say that all the time. I don't know where it comes from. 23 years later, I finally know. (laughs) We finally know. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, so I told him that I would just somehow tell him, you know, I love you, Pancake House. That's cute. Or every time he just drives by an op, I hop. Oh, hi, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. That's so funny. next time I will I will make sure I talk to Kyle and next time I will share. Okay. Sounds good. Well, but uh, anyways, back to spooky season. Yeah, I was just going to say spooky season is upon us, please. We are gathering stories 
They can be dreams. They can be sleep-related. They can just be a haunting ghost story that you have experienced. We would just love to hear them so we can give everybody a nice, long, spooky episode for Halloween. A yeah. little spooktacular episode. Ooh, that's what we should call it. Dead to the world. Dead to, Dead the, to the world, world spooktacular. spooktacular. Love it. We've got the name down already. So send us your stories. Pretty, pretty, please. And then, of course, as we mention every time, we love your rates and we love your reviews. <laughs> And I'm not sure, Lexi, did we get any reviews? Mm, I mean, it's someone, only been a couple of days since we posted. So but. you suck. Just kidding. Someone rated us. Let me go check Ooh. that. We got a rating, but not a review. Oh. Have you checked Podchaser? Give me one moment, please. Okay. Oh, we did get one on Podchaser. So does that Ooh. mean somebody loves me? Ooh, someone loves you. Someone thinks I did a good job. Everybody thinks you do a good job, Lexi. Well, I'll read this review because it's very nice. They said, I find this podcast very, in capital letters, that's important, (laughs) entertaining. (laughs) Time and time again, I find myself laughing out loud. The audio is also very well done, and it makes it even more enjoyable. Do yourself a favor and subscribe to this podcast. You'll thank me later. Oh, Oh, how sweet. That was so nice. Thank you. Who who did that? Does it have a username to thank? Ah, My phone won't unlock. Ah, It went dark. The username is lilywood.co. Oh, Oh, well, thank you, lilywood. Thank you. Dot co. Thanks. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, follow us on social media. (laughs) And rate and review us. And send us your stories. Okay, thank you. And watch our TikToks. Okay, thank you. Love y'all. Peace out. And uh, come back, though, next time to find out what happens when we are Ted to the the world. world.